Welcome, everyone, to CDO's Magazine series of one-on-one interviews with CDO's data leaders and key influencers. I'm your host, Robert Lutton, Vice President Sandal Consultants, coming to you today from Toronto, Canada, working with the CDO Magazine. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing Brad Reynolds, who is the Senior Vice President of Artificial Intelligence at Expedient. Welcome, Brad. Thanks, Robert. It's a pleasure to have you here, and I, and I have to say we're really excited uh, about getting your input on the challenges and considerations associated with generative AI, uh, particularly in the enterprise context. So if I can just dive right in, from your point of view, how do you see generative AI being used in enterprise today? Yeah, so today, uh, very nascent. Most enterprises are figuring out policies, figuring out strategies, maybe putting a budget together, putting a tiger team together. I think everybody from a CEO level down to an individual contributor can see the output of the generative AI system, but the kind of the, the path that we're on right now or the, the chasm is, okay, how do I bring that inside of my enterprise responsibly, securely, privately, all of this data that I've accumulated over 50, 25, 100 years, that's the life of my company. I get generative AI's uh, kind of capability. How do I marry those two together? So that's, most people are sitting at that spot and maybe trying a use case or two, but mostly just figuring out what are the use cases going to be. But the end goal down the road is private data. How do I unlock the memory, of my organization that's contained in my data to build my company. I mean, I've, I've built a few different companies over the time, and I've always found that my answers already exist inside of my company for everything I need to do and everything my product needs. It's already there. I just don't know how to extract it. I don't know how to get those customer conversations distilled. I don't know how to ask the right questions to the folks that are subject matter experts in the company, but that's kind of that's the ultimate power of what's there. So how do we, now the question becomes, okay, great. I see that five years down the road. What are the baby steps I take to get there? How do I start trying and coupling generative AI to my data responsibly? And so that's, I think, where most people are at is the planning and maybe very early execution phase. So, so you would say that there were the early adopter stage. Right, of of AI and and trying this out with the, you know uh, putting a tool in the water maybe looking at some kind of uh, text application or prototyping application maybe some virtual chatbots and things like that but you're saying it's very early in the stages to see uh, where they're at yeah definitely and there's also another one which is uh, AI enabling existing applications. So as opposed to building an application ourselves, like what vendors are we currently using? How do we kind of turn generative AI on on top of that? So that really what we're trying to get to at this early innings phase is how do I educate my company on what the power is? Not, not so much from a video, but by actually trying and using AI. And so like any kind of way you can lightly flip some switches to turn it on is, is, is a good path right now. So as a natural follow-on, right, most uh, data leaders and CDOs who will be watching this, they're going to want to know where 
can it work in generative AI deliver the most value? So from your point of view, where do you see organizations sort of saying, look, if I was in your shoes, this is what I'd hit first because it delivers the, the low-hanging fruit, the most value quickly, and you can show results. Yeah, definitely. So um, the lowest hanging fruit or where I, I would advise everyone to go first is implement some sort of enterprise chat solution. So it's, it's not even the data part of it at all. It's just folks need to understand that there's a new relationship they need to have with computation that's foreign. So we for the last 20 years, our relationship with interesting amounts of data has been like Google. So we ask right. a question, we get an answer, we read for a while. Now it's a conversation with a somewhat sentient entity on the other end uh, that might involve a bunch of data too. And it's just, it's gonna take some time for people to realize that. Like for instance, a couple of days ago, OpenAI released a prompting guide. So how do you interact right. with our AI well? Um, and there's stuff that I found in there that was uh, remedial and there's stuff that was actually influenced how I interact with it. But it's going to take a period of time for that to kind of percolate down through the organization. And so I think all of the interesting use cases long term will end up coming from subject matter experts. It won't necessarily be the smartest technical folks sitting in a room figuring out what the use cases are. It'll be the person in the support center who realizes a way to make a better widget, a way to save 100 hours a month by implementing a relatively lightweight kind of AI solution. And so getting the power in their hands earlier so that they have the ability to take some risks and be flexible is like a good first step. But the next step is once you have some sort of acumen inside of the organization, it doesn't need to be holistic. It doesn't need to be every employee. It could be, I don't know, 50, 100, just some sort of critical mass. Your next step is immediately going to be, how do I apply this AI to private data that we have? And how do I right. do that responsibly, securely? Um, and so your, your natural kind of first steps there of the real deep use cases will be knowledge bases. Um, so a typical one would be around the customer support uh, or customer interaction, customer experience side. It's a huge knowledge base of how we've dealt with our customers over time. How do we improve that? Um, that's tons of data, very private data. Don't want that kind of going outside of the enterprise. So that's a, that's a, a definite case. But another case would be outside of the support side is more on the, the sales and marketing side. Like, like I said, with the companies that I've built, all of my product and all of my client stuff has come from existing client conversations. And so we have systems like Salesforce and email systems and uh, ticketing systems and uh, chat systems that have developed a corpus of knowledge about our clients. How do we service our existing clients better? What products could they maybe add? What are, what's their temperature? Uh, if we're doing a quarterly business review, give me, without having to do 50 hours of work, give me the, the, the lay of the land. Because what happens right now is you just don't do all that work. You lightly right. go over the basics, but are you really understanding where that client is so you can take them to the next step? That's the stuff that moves the business forward. Um, other things like in terms of the knowledge bases and customer support, those are efficiencies to be gained. 
But I always look as like, where's the sales opportunity? How can we build a better product? That's stuff that kind of takes us down the road for you know the next 10 years. And so those are kind of two areas that folks seem to be focusing on sales and the kind of support side of the business. So, so before the call, we were chatting about, um, you know, a lot of organizations have stepped into this, right? And some are doing a, a good job of explaining what's happening, but some are also uh, experimenting with what they call shadow AI. And I wonder for our audience, if you could explain what shadow AI means and maybe kind of what you might, an organization might want to do to kind of bring this into the light. Yeah, definitely. So shadow AI would be to parrot the term off of shadow IT. So for a while there, well, not a while, it still exists is you want employees to be able to kind of bring their own device and, but you needed to have some sort of a control over that to, to kind of rein it in. Otherwise your IT organization would get out of control. AI is the same way right now for most organizations where that's why I said the earliest stage would be to get some sort of an enterprise chat software because right now folks are just signing up for chat GPT at $20 a month. It's not necessarily in the corporate governance domain. It might have a policy, but how is it being used and what is it being used for? There's no control over it. So I like to me, step one is get everyone experienced with using the AI tools so they understand what's the power of generative AI, what can it do, what can it do. But to do that, you now have to put on your kind of security and privacy has like, how do we do that responsibly? How could I roll this out to more than five people on a demo? So now you're going to need all the stuff like, how does this integrate to my single sign-on active directory? Do I have logging? Who has access to the logging? Is there like PII redaction and filtering? Um, how do I give them access to a bunch of different models? There's like just a of various parts of like enterprise capability set that you need for we'll call it enterprise chat that right. you kind of take that as step one. Okay, great. We have control around shadow AI. And the goal is not to, um, is to provide them something they want to use in their daily basis, not just to provide them some, you know, hamstrung AI chat system that they'll be like, yeah, but chat GPT so much better. Um, so there's there's different options. Expedient has one, but there's other enterprise grade uh, pieces of chat software out there. But that's kind of step one is is to get your people experienced with generative AI. They need to use it, and to use it, they have to do it securely and responsibly. So you really need those enterprise wrappers around it to start off with. Brad, on behalf of the CDU Magazine, uh, we appreciate your time and feedback. Uh, the knowledge that you've got, the knowledge that Expedient has got, it really uh, brings the forefront a generative AI and what you can do in the organization. So uh, we want to thank you for your time. We hope that we'll get the chance to have you come back and share your knowledge again on harnessing artificial intelligence for the betterment of the organization. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. And for our listeners, please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. Thank you. Okay, thanks.